Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Over Overland. My name is Michael Hyden. And uh, I don't know why I said my last name so weird, but I did. It's what happened. I have just realized that I haven't done a show about the Big Iron Overland Rally. You know, the last episode, uh, you guys know. So this is going to be show for the uh, the Big Iron event and kind of what's been going on. Hope you enjoy. Have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, wow, I'd like to ask a question? Well, now you can. Just go over to www.overlandradio.com or on Facebook at Overland Radio. And while we talk, you can actually ask a question and we see it real time and we can answer it pretty much right away. Now, I do a show every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So why don't you give it a listen and ask a question? Okay, we're going to jump kind of just right into this and all over the place at the same time because I feel like I haven't gotten to talk to you guys in forever minus, you know, the last the last episode. But anyway, but yeah, I feel like I haven't really gotten to talk to you guys and then I realized I hadn't even done a podcast for the Big Iron event. Um so it's time. And here we are. But I feel kind of electric. I feel really good today. And uh, so we're might, we might just ramble on about a few different things. But we'll start kind of with the big iron. And we'll, we'll just kind of see where this goes. I don't really have a, any kind of format today. I don't have other than big iron. I don't really have anything that um, was jumping out that it was like, hey, you need to talk about this. I just was missing you guys. So I needed to, I need to get on here. And talk to you guys. Um, as always, I got a little trusty drink next to me. So I um, got a little bit of oil fire in a cup. And uh, so this should make the podcast interesting, so to speak. If you guys have listened to the Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock um, Overland Radio show, then you'll kind of know what kind of trouble we may get into on this thing. I don't, I don't know if this is going to be like short, long, or medium. We'll just kind of see. I'm just going to sit here and ramble until I, you know, kind of feel like I've rambled enough, as you can tell, because I'm already doing it. All right, so Big Iron um, was a super, a super fun event. You know, I didn't really know exactly what all to expect um, because there hasn't been one of these, you know, that I've been around or been to that had, you know, that overlanding you know, you could say it's camping, but really, it, we're all there to overland. It, it's all it's all what we're wired to do, I guess. And and with that, you added music. You know, and there was a, enough variety of music that I think most people were okay with it. Um, I thought the bands did great. You know, Dance Monkey Dance was the you know kind of the first band, I guess, that went out there. It was a guy on his own, and he did a couple different things, but, uh, you know, just kind of unique. And then, of course, I was super excited about Arkansas, and uh, it was just a blast to get to be that close, to be able to listen to him, and to, you know, be to introduce him. I mean, I got to be the MC for the event, so I got to meet all these bands, and um, it was a lot of fun. 
Um, it was a, it was a, I, I don't want to say it was a little more work than I anticipated. That's not it. But man, you had to be on your, on the spot because, you know, like sometimes a band would either go longer or go a little shorter. So, um, you just had to be ready and, you know, and I'd never done anything like this before. So it was kind of fun. Um, I got there on Thursday and uh, got my camp set up, um, got the perfect spot to be able to be at camp and watch the band play in front of Big Brutus, or I guess behind Big Brutus. It's on the backside of Big Brutus. Now, for those of you that don't know, Big Brutus is this huge um, earth mover, basically. Um, it, it would scoop the dirt out. And it was a mining. It was used for, I think, coal mining or or something like that. So, um, But it's a museum there, basically. You can go and you can check out Big Brutus. Now, Big Brutus is the last, I think, of its kind, or it's the largest of the last of its kind um, of these machines. And when I say that it is huge, I mean, holy shitballs. It, it's the biggest machine I've ever seen. Like... Other than like a, a ship, you know, like a ship, not a boat, not a boat, not a yacht, not a yacht, but a ship. And that's on water. This is on land. This thing was, I'm not saying it's as big as a ship. Is it as big as a ship? Nah, it's probably not as big as a ship. No, not even close. But comparable to your vehicle, like I parked my Nissan down there right by it. And it wasn't even taller than the tracks that this thing operates on. It weighs over 111, 111 million pounds, is what Chris Holloway was telling us. Um, the cables alone were like almost 100,000 pounds. Just the cables to, to be able to work everything. So kind of gives you an idea. Didn't move very fast. Moved a lot of dirt. Um, it's impressive. You can go inside it. When you're inside it, you feel like you're more in a warehouse than you are inside of a machine of any kind. Um, but anyway, we were there um, to to kind of raise a little bit of money for the Big Brutus. We had a uh, an auction, and you know I'll probably tell you about that in a little bit. But we had an auction, and the auction was awesome. So. I got there Thursday, got my campsite set up, got the place exactly where I wanted it to be. Um, I was just dead center on the stage. So I'm super pumped. Um, I can be up in my rooftop tent and have it open and be able to see the band play. So I was in the spot of all spots, I felt. Man, I was super excited. I was, I was right by Chris Holloway. And, uh, and then... Um, uh, Cherokee Don was right next to me, <laughs> and he was fun to talk to. He is just a blast. If you get a chance to to talk to that man, um, do it. it. It's it's worth it. You'll, you'll get a lot from it. Um, he is the guy, and you guys will know in this area, in this Oklahoma, Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri area, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. And you might already know who I'm talking about, but he drives one of the cleanest Jeep Cherokees um, that is painted tan, and he pulls a trailer that is painted the same tan that is an old military trailer that he has done a ton of fabrication to, 
and um, and built it the way he wanted it. Um, it's an icon out there. Everybody knows it. When you see it, people turn and look. It's that impressive of a setup. It's that clean of a setup. I mean, it is super, super cool. Anyway, so I camped around them. Um, Matt McClellan uh, ended up camping right next to me. And, you know, it was the first chance that I got to see his Gladiator, which is awesome. And it was just the bone stock Gladiator. Now he's obviously got 35s on it. Um, three inch lift, I think is what he said he was doing. Um, 37s, not 35s, 37s. Um, anyway, he's got a few videos out, go check them out. Um, so I got my camp set up and, you know, I was just super excited. Got, you know, all my cooking gear all set up and, um, funny story about that in a little bit, but I got all my cooking gear set up, got my boxes the way I wanted. It was really kind of a great way because I knew I was going to be there for several days. It was a great way for me to really figure out the best layout for my gear whenever I stop. You know, get a lot of stuff out of the back of the truck. And then now I've got the Timbo Tusk Scottle and the table. Um, so I had to kind of figure out what is comfortable back there, what's manageable, what's comfortable. And then, you know, for the time whenever I get my fridge, you know, I know that I'm going to want to be kind of in that tailgate area. And I got the mountain hatch, you know, tailgate table, um, which I got to say so far might be my favorite upgrade that I have made to the truck. I know rooftop tents are cool, but this thing, oh my gosh, not only has I, have I used it as a table several times um, or just a cup holder area, but getting in and out of the Jeep, or the Jeep, I keep calling the stupid truck a Jeep, getting in and out of the truck, the tailgate's down, and as I crawl on my knees, it doesn't hurt, you know, like, because the ridges, the, the way the humps were in a regular tailgate, they're not where your knee fits in them real good. Um, and they stick up at the wrong, wrong part. And the, anyway, it just hurts. And, and this is so much better. And then just sitting on it, you know, you don't have, you know, the weird thing going around on your butt. It's just flat service. So it's perfect. Love the mountain hatch um, uh, tailgate table. So go check those out. They just moved to Texas and um, they had done a pretty good sale all um, last couple weeks. I don't know that it's still going on, but anyway. Um, even full price, they're worth it, but <laughs> yeah, contact them and get that. Um, you know, let's see what else has been going on. We've got, oh, okay. So back to, back to where we were. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm just excited to be here talking to you guys. Um, so I got all set up and then a Friday morning woke up, you know, got some breakfast made. Um, it was amazing. Got to use the the scottle. Got to got to really that Timbo Tusk. Got to really try it out and and you know cook some eggs and and things like that on there. And everything went pretty well. I've got to say I was pretty impressed. I was pretty happy with it. Um, food was great. And you know started kind of walking around, kind of figuring out the day because this was the day when things were going to start happening, when people were going to start showing up, when the bands you know were going to start playing. So I kind of had to get on my game and. I had a friend that was going to come up and visit me, um, hang out with me during during camp, so um, or during the whole trip. So um, that was kind of fun, and uh, and anyway, so got ready for the bands. You know, the first band came on, um, and like I said, he was kind of one. He was kind of two, three bands within himself. <laughs> 
So it was kind of interesting to listen to. He was a one-man band for one of those, and then he had um, he had some people come on. I can't remember if he had a couple people. I can't remember. I, I did drink a little bit of oil fire whiskey the whole time. So just keep that in mind. That was that was kind of always always flowing and going. Um, and then um, and then anyway, so it was just a good time. Um, my friend showed up. Um, we walked around, um, had a good time. Um, Philip, another buddy, came and uh, saw him and his daughter was there. She was there to see uh, actually to see Dance Monkey Dance um, play, which I was like, really. <laughs> I hadn't really heard of him, so I was a little surprised. And she's in college, so a lot cooler than I am, I guess. Um, but that's just kind of what happens. The vendor area was was getting set up. Pretty much everybody was there and fully set up, you know, by about, you know, 5 o'clock, maybe even a little earlier on that Friday. And I got to tell you, there was a lot of good deals going on. Um, I ended up buying from from Overland Cookware, I ended up buying a chef's knife. Um, it's a folding blade, um, chef's knife and it comes with a cutting board and it has options for, a, this is called a three piece set. Um, it has options to be a six piece sit, set, which I think it's a, like a fillet knife and then a couple of, um, yeah, uh, like a thing that turns into a fork spoon, all that kind of stuff. But it's really high quality. Um, the brand is mess, mess, messer, meiser. Messer Meiser. Um, I think I'm saying that right. I actually watched a video on it. Um, they are a chef quality knife maker. Um, and I thought originally that they were from Germany because of the name, but they're actually from California. And watched a fun video on this knife. And this is the Adam Glick um, collection. Um, and so this is the folding um, knives. Now, Adam Glick is a... Um, I guess he's a he's a uh, an influencer. Well, I say influencer. He's a he's a fisherman, and he does a lot of fishing videos and different things like that. And um, he would cook the food and realize that he really liked the cooking. And I think he evolved into kind of a, a chef um, from that. But that's kind of how he got his his background was from the fishing and going into this. From what I understand, probably need to get him on the show. Sounds pretty interesting. Um, and I love this knife. So, um, bought this knife. There was a bunch of other deals. I just, I wasn't going to go crazy with spending money this trip, but, um, I did get this knife and I'm really, really glad I did. Um, I think it's about a, I think it's about $130 somewhere in there and Overland Cookware. That's, that's the company you need to, um, reach out to. I think they've got six left of the three piece. Um, and I'm telling you, it's a, it's a chef knife, but it's a folding blade. Like, how cool is that? And uh, I've just, I've been thrilled with it. I've used it quite a bit here at the house. I used a little bit there. Oh, I used it once, I think, camping. Um, so, interesting story on that as far as cooking. I got all my stuff set up. I got everything where I wanted it. I got the Timbo Tusk. I got the table. I got my cases, you know, because I've got these camp cover uh, cases. And... I wanted to stack those up, you know, kind of the least important ones on the bottom. And because I've got five, is that right? Yeah, I've got five. The least important ones on the bottom, um, a semi-important one as the one that's like two up and then one above it that's like um, either food or kitchen utensil stuff. And then the other side, you know, the, the, the one that's not important and then the next one would have whatever 
you know, the food or the utensils. But I wanted the food or the utensil box to be on the top. And that's dry food and utensils like plates and, you know, some of my cooking utensils and things like that. Um, so I, I had that pretty, I think, and I had my rug, you know, right there at the tailgate. I, I think that worked pretty good. I'm going to need to get another rug um, to be able to put, um, I th- well, I think. I just don't want it to cause any problems with the ladder. I was thinking that I wanted to put it where the ladder is, but I'm afraid that if somebody was, if like something was to happen to the rug, it would slip the ladder. Anyway, it might slip the ladder. Anyway, I'll have to look that up and see what's the best to, to kind of do for that. But I do like those rugs because the dirt just falls right through them. You know, the, the outdoor camping rugs. Amazing product, really good things to have. You can get them pretty much anywhere. Um, and then, <laughs> um, I don't know why that was funny to me, but it just was. Um, and let's see. So got all that set up. But the funny thing, the really funny thing about cooking was, is that we had food trucks. We had food trucks there. And these food trucks came from, you know, pro- probably really not too far away. Um, I think Chris is pretty good at trying to use some local um, people when he can. So um, I'm pretty sure that it probably wasn't a huge journey. But, I mean, they were there for, you know, um, Friday and Saturday. Well, they had to be set up, you know, for lunch on on Friday. So they were there Thursday. Most of them were there Thursday evening. And there were like four or five food trucks and they were all so really good. I've got to tell you the best corn dogs I think I've ever had. And I love corn dogs, but these corn dogs were like a higher level corn dog. I don't know what was going on, but these corn dogs were amazing. They were so good. So, so good. Um, so I ended up using most of the money that I thought I was going to spend on, um, gear on food. And I'm super happy that I did because I felt like I was um, making sure that I was doing my part for the vendors, um, you know, especially the food vendors, um, because this is, you know, this is this is their weekend, you know. Um, anyway, I was just happy that uh, that there was it seemed like there was quite a few people that were getting food from them. So um, the barbecue was really good. Um, all of it was just really, really good. And, uh, and then, you know, you walk around the vendors and what was crazy is, and all of the vendors that I've talked to about the event have told me that this was such a chill, relaxed event, unlike, you know, some of the expos that they go to and, and, and even the more expo, it was just different. You know, the more expo is great. Chris does a great job and Chris puts on the big, um, the big iron event, you know, that's also his thing. They're both they're both connected to him. He's the, he's the guy that came up with this. And there's such a different feel. You would think that's, that two different people um, ran these. But it was Chris. Chris did it all, you know, with the help of his friends and family, you know, got this thing going. And and I've got it. To say that it was a different feel is is an understatement. You know, this this was this was just so relaxing and so chill. You know, and being right there, I think probably next to the big Brutus, um, helped that because you felt so small. You know, you're standing next to this thing that is, <laughs> it's huge. I, I, I laugh about it because until you see it, like you drive up to it and you go, oh my good Lord, that thing is huge. And then you get next to it 
and you're like, what the crap? This thing is huge. Then you go under it, under it, and you're like, holy good Lord, this thing is huge. And then you get to go inside. And then when you go inside, you're like, this has got to be a joke. This thing is too big. It is just too big. I mean, you go up flights of stairs to do things. And then you get to sit at the original control station, you know, with the levers to move all the stuff. I'm telling you, it's the coolest thing. If you guys, if you guys want to go check out something kind of fun um, and check out a place that is worth going to, um, you need to. You need to go check this out. I plan on going up there and uh, bumping into Chad Clifton, Clifton and a couple of my other friends up there and kind of exploring that area so that we can talk about how you can possibly base camp from the Big Brutus and go out and check out some roads. Um, Chad was telling me, did I say Chris? I might say Chris. Chad. Chad Clifton. Did I say Chad before? Oh, sorry. Um, Chad was telling me that there's some old mining roads that you can actually drive. Now, there's some that are closed, but there's some that are open, and it still makes it kind of a unique drive. Um, I was a little surprised because I knew that we were going to Kansas, but it wasn't what I expected. Um, and then also, there's some really good kayaking to be done right there where the Big Brutus is. Um, I think it's a mile worth of um, water that you can kayak. And it's, I'm going to tell you right now, from what I understand, it's like super deep. Like It's like 50 feet deep, you know, in this, this canal that the Big Brutus basically cut into the earth that's filled up with water. Um, so yeah, kind of, kind of just cool things right there. So um, Friday night ended with, you know, standing around a campfire with some close friends, telling stories, being funny, and just having a really good time. Now, that next morning, it started raining, and I think they kind of knew the rain was coming, so they decided to move the stage underneath the gazebo area. <sighs> so my camping spot was ruined. Ruined. I wasn't going to have the best camping spot to watch the band, but at least we were going to be protected. Now, <laughs> I understand why they moved everything, but it didn't rain after 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock the rest of the day. So I would have loved to have seen us moving back over to the stage, but I knew that was just going to be a pain and probably not possible. Um, anyway, watching the bands play underneath the, uh, I'm going to call it a gazebo. I did not really, it's just a little, I can't even think of the name. It's a, just a place where you can go sit and, um, eat basically where they have a bunch of tables. It'll come to me. Um, but yeah, we got to see the bands play and they were phenomenal. And then Arkansas, man, I just really love this band. If you haven't checked them out, check them out on Spotify, um, Arkansas. Um, you can look them up on YouTube, do all that kind of stuff, but check them out. Um, they're kind of a new style of um, bluegrass um, kind of sound. And um, they're all really, really talented. And uh, I ordered me a couple t-shirts because they didn't bring Fat Boy t-shirts. Um, so I had to order them online, which is fine. That's totally fine. I'm fat. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not upset about it at all. At all. It's, all right. it's just a 2X. Just bring 2Xs with you next time. Anyway, um, and save me like one of each because I would have bought every shirt if you had 2X in there. Just saying. But whenever I got online to order, 
reality hit me, you know, the pump was not there anymore, so I just got two. Um, so yeah, it was fun to watch them, and the band that played after them, um, I just went completely blank with who it was. This, I'm so, like, Chris is yelling and screaming to me as he listens to this. Michael, I can't believe that you did that. You, anyway, um, crap, 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 dual something, no, like, I'm just gonna stop trying to even guess, but they were phenomenal, um, Chad had made me a old-fashioned that was unbelievable, Chad makes probably the best old-fashions I've ever had, next to my oil fire whiskey, I'm just saying, just saying oil fire, come on, pull in, pull through for us, we need, uh, we, yeah, we need some sponsorship from you. But anyway, so Chad makes this old-fashioned for me, and it's unreal, and I'm getting ready to um, talk. I guess I Arkansas had come off. We're going to get, we're going to do our, uh, did we already do, huh, can't remember if we did the auction before Arkansas or after. Anyway, the next band was kind of moving the things around, and we, uh, well, they saw that I had a drink and I had probably said something about having an old fashioned and they were like, the drummer was like, where'd you get an old fashioned? I was like, dude, I can get you one. Like, no big deal. So I ran over, someone else said, hey, give me one too. So I ran back over to Chad and I said, Chad, I need three old fashions like ASAP. It's for the band. Can you make this happen? And he was like, well, of course. Like Chad's like the super most like cool person, Overland addict. Like he is so awesome. He's a sponsor of um, Overland Radio and we're appreciative of that. Um, he's just a good guy. He's, just, he's a really good guy. So he goes and makes these three old... Fa- he doesn't know why. He's for the band. Okay, for the band. All right. So he brings him over, gives him to me. I go and give him to the drummer and the other guy that said something. And then, of course, of course, because I knew it happened, someone else goes, dude, I want one. So I had an extra one. Now, if nobody wanted it, I was going to drink it. Don't get me wrong. They're amazing. They're amazing. He's using that uh, proof. Um, I want to say that he's pecan. So it's you just put the whiskey and the proof in there because it's already mixed um, the way you want it. So I might have to check them out because um, there's other whiskeys that I like. But I like oil fired because it already has the sweet to it. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if, you know, oil fire pulls through, then we don't have to have conversations about other things. But I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just, anyway, I'm just down the street. You're in Tulsa. I'm in Mustang. Like, I, it's not even that far. Um, <laughs> so they were ecstatic to get um, a drink right before they went on. Uh, they went on after they were done. Um, we got to say thanks to everything. I said a thanks to Chris. Um, I started getting a little teary-eyed probably, but um, for just putting this stuff on, you know, it's not easy. You know, you got to have a love to do this, to be able to put on events like this. And the love that he has for this community, for the area, for the people in the community, um, totally shines through because... Um, these events are amazing and, and we wouldn't all be together like this, this often if it wasn't for Chris. So I still just really appreciate him and think the world of him. And if there's anything, Chris, that you need from me, don't ever hesitate. Just ask. 
Just ask. I'm there. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Now the auction that we had, I haven't even talked about the auction. The auction that we had was unbelievable. So big Brutus needs to be repainted and it's not going to be a cheap, easy repaint. It, (laughs) the thing's huge. Like the scaffolding that it'll take to, to do this is going to be amazing. Um, it's not just some bros with brushes up there painting. It's going to have to be probably professional, like, like maybe you get on top of it and you rappel down and start painting. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. The thing is massive. It's massive. And then to paint, if they have to paint the black, that's the, the crane part and the scoop and all that. Like, I don't even know. Um, but we were there. One of the reasons why we were there was to do this auction. Everything that was donated for the auction, all the money was going to go to Big Brutus to get repainted, to go in the fun for, you know, keeping Big Brutus going. And one of those things is getting painted. So I think that's the biggest thing that, that Big Brutus needs right now is to be repainted. You know, and it's probably going to take $100,000, you know, to paint this thing. Uh, that's just a guess. Like, I, I don't even have a clue. Um, but we were able to auction off a lot of good things. Um, we auctioned off one of the knives that I was telling you about. Um, we auctioned off, um, a, a personal tour of the Ozarks, um, by, um, Matt McClelland. Um, I I mean, you know, to give your time, you know, was something, and that was a big ticket item that went for quite a bit of money. And, you know, there was all kinds of stuff. Zargus, um, was there and, you know, um, Ryan gave away, um, his Argus case and that was, that was pretty big, you know, and, you know, that was a pretty, that was a pretty big, you know, thing to, to give, um, you know, as a, as a thing to help raise money for the big Brutus and, you know, that went for a high dollar and there were so many different other things there from, um, some recovery, um, boards and, and straps and different things, um, you know, uh, first aid kit, um, Aaron Paris had, had one for us. Um, and just several things. I'm not going to be able to, to mention all of them. There were some things that I owned that I was able to say, Hey, look, these things are really good. Um, you know, you're going to like it. Um, I'll put my stamp of approval on it, you know, that kind of stuff. But it was so much fun to be part of an auction. We had a total auctioneer. And I'm not going to do it. $5, $10, doing all this stuff. I can't even pretend. Uh, I did pretend. But I can't, I'm not good at it is the point. Um, but he was amazing. And not only was he an auctioneer, but he happens to be uh, one of the people that manages this whole property, um, that manages Big Brutus. Um, I think he's, I can't remember if he's part of the board. I think he might be part of the board. Um, cause there's a board for this and most of them are old miners that used to work, um, for this company that used to work on the big Brutus or that operated it or whatever, you know, um, they were part of it. And so that's just kind of fun. It's kind of cool. In fact, we are open seven days a week, 9am to 5pm close Thanksgiving day and Christmas day. Did you hear me say that the only two days they're closed are Thanksgiving and Christmas. Wow. You go check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, I think you really get a kick out of it. But uh, we ended up raising $4,900 for the Big Brutus. Um, The auctioneer was emotional when he was talking to Chris and I. And he said that, uh, that he has never been part of an auction that 
you know, you start at a dollar and it would go up $400 without even a $2 bid or a $5 bid. He was like, I've never seen that. And I said, well, it's our charity to you. Like, I mean, it's a charity auction. You know, we're, we're raising money for you. You know, the people here, they're not, yeah, they could go over there and they could buy, they, like the, the knife went for hat for double what I paid for it. I think the knife went for like 300 and something dollars, you know? So it, it's not just, hey, it's an auction to get a good deal. That's not what this is. It's an auction to to raise money for Big Brutus. So people people care. People open up, you know. Big Brutus touched all of us. I, I got to say, everybody that was there, you couldn't, you couldn't be there and not feel connected to this machine. It sounds totally weird and I get it and I know that you think I'm a nut job and it's totally fine, but you weren't there then because you don't know. Talk, uh, talk to people that weren't there. They'll tell you there's something about it that you just look at and you're just like, wow, that is amazing. So it was the last night that we were going to be there. The bands have already stopped playing. And and Chris and some of the guys from the bands. And just some other. His brother, Polly, was there with a the harmonica. And I got to tell you, that man, not only is he just a beautiful man. He's built kind of like me. <laughs> so he's a beautiful man. But he can make a harmonica sing. Good Lord. That thing, it was some of the best harmonica playing I've ever been around. And I make it sound like I go to harmonica things a lot. So I, let's calm down. But it was, it was probably, I mean, it might be the best harmonica playing I've ever heard, seen from anything anywhere. And, and I'm a blues traveler fan. And I don't know if people laugh at me when I say that. Like, he's not really a real harmonica player, dude. I don't know, but it was impressive to me, and the songs are pretty badass and everything. But Polly got on that thing and just blew it up. So they actually, they actually got in the scoop of the Big Brutus, and and played music and sang and had a good time until the Fun Police came out, <laughs> which is funny because I wasn't down there. I was already sleeping, but I wasn't down there. But. Um, the the fun police guy did come and talk to me and it wasn't to tell me about it. We were just kind of talking and uh, he was like, man, he said, I hate to do it, but I had to be the fun police last night. He was like, it was one thirty in the morning and they were like going crazy still. And I was like, yeah, I was just, you know, I'm on this side. So I didn't hear any of it hardly. And uh, so anyway, I thought it was funny, but yeah, the fun police came out, which I mean, I get it. It's one thirty in the morning. But a lot of it is, is that, you know, and Chris was involved in that, which I think is awesome that Chris was part of it. But I, for two reasons, one for, he <laughs> got in trouble, but two, uh, and really not in trouble, but you know, someone was just kind of annoyed, but two that he does this whole event, you know, he can't let loose. He's got to worry about all the little details. He's got to worry about if the, the poop machines are getting cleaned out, you know, and, and got, toilet paper and stuff like that. Like things, things that we wouldn't even think of. He, he's got to already even have either have a person in place to handle it or have it handled. Like, and then if it doesn't get handled, then he's got to deal with it, you know? So 
He he has a good group of people. His family is amazing. I love all of them. You know, um, got to really talk to mom and dad quite a bit um, this time. So that was fun. And uh, and it was just fun. I just love Chris's family. Um, just a lot of fun. You know, they're my kind of people. Um, but anyway, so it was just kind of fun that he got to let loose. Fun that he got in trouble. Fun that he got let loose. Got to let loose. And... Uh, and play some some great music, great songs, you know, and there was that fire pit right there. anyway. It was just it was a good experience. It was something you guys really, if you if you were on the fence or if you never heard about it, you heard about all the buzz and excitement afterwards, you're hearing this podcast for the first time going, I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, you go check out um Big Brutus uh overlandrally.com. Um, I think that the lineup and a few things aren't there anymore, but there's information about the Big Brutus. And there is a there is a place where you can see pictures of um, what was going on. I can't remember where that was under. I hit big iron. Oh yeah, there's pictures right there. Yeah, learn more and then pictures. So there's a whole screen. Um, and if I go under vendors, see because if I pull up vendors, it says you can't see it because it's past. Oh, it's right there at the top. Big iron. 21 photos. So go check that out. Um, there's a really lot of, there's a lot of really good photography here. And I think Nathan Anderson did quite a bit of it, if not all of it. Um, let me see if I go down to the bottom of this because I'm on the page right now. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that, that, uh, Nathan Anderson did, if not all of it, did quite a bit of the photography here. Um, and he did a great job. I really do. I really think he did. He sent me a few um, that I recognize from this, so I know that uh, he did at least quite a bit of it, but pretty good photography. Um, and, you know, photography was kind of something I did for a long time. But anyway, so it was a great weekend. It was a great experience. I can't wait to do it again. Um, mark it on your calendar. I say mark it on your calendar. I don't even know what the dates are going to be yet. Um, they just came out with the more expo dates. That's going to be in April this year instead of in um, February. In fact, let's just, I kind of like sitting here in front of the computer because I can just pull these websites up that I think about. Um, let's see. So April 9th, 8th, 9th, 10th. So it's going to be three days this time instead of just the two days. Um, man. A lot of time to go live on Overland Radio because we will be there. We'll have a booth. Um, we'll be set up to do all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. Um, I'm glad that it's in April. I'm super happy it's not Valentine's Day. Um, that always um, just makes it uncomfortable. Um, am I on the mailing list? I'm getting on the mailing list. I think I am, but it asked me. So, I mean, you can never be subscribed too many times, right? <laughs> anyway, I think I'm already on there. But it was a blast. You need to go check it out. And uh, and I think I think that we've done pretty good on doing this. Um, I feel like there's... I feel like I'll save everything else I want to tell you for another podcast. So, uh, try back next week. Um, maybe even sooner. And I will have another podcast for you guys. Um, if you were able to attend the Big Iron Overland Rally, you were part of something special that is going to keep on going. 
um, first year. Um, just amazing. Um, one more shout out that I didn't make war um, to Blue Line Overland. They were there. They had some really cool patches and the cutest little story about two little kids that went around and sold free stickers for a dollar and raised over $500 for Shop with a Cop. Go over and check out um, Blue Line Overland on Facebook and find out more about that story. I'm going to tease you with it. You need to go see their page to find out the rest of it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. I think that you guys are awesome. Um, you you know, inspire me with your stories and with everything that I see you do on the Facebook page all over Overland. So many trips, so many exciting things that I see you guys post. I think it's amazing. Make sure you go check out the Facebook page if you haven't yet. We have a YouTube page, an Instagram page, and of course, Overland Radio, 7 p.m. every Tuesday, Central Standard Time. Thank you, guys. Um, I hope you have just a wonderful day. Whatever you do, make sure that you go all over. Again, thank you for listening to the All Over Overland podcast. And if you would like to support us, I do have a Patreon page you can check out, which is All Over Overland. And if you are a business that would like to sponsor the podcast, just reach out to me at alloveroverland at gmail.com. Again, thank you guys and keep, keep going all over.